Welcome to episode 33 of Crime Time for Monday, October 1st on FayObserver.com, featuring Fayetteville Observer, police and crime reporter Nancy McClary. I'm Sonny Jones. On the podcast, we'll look at issues involving crime, courts, and public safety, highlighting stories in the news. And a reminder, anyone we discuss who has been charged with a crime is presumed innocent until found guilty in a court of law. Hurricane Florence and the continuing recovery work sidelined crime time for about three episodes. It also curtailed crime and arrest for a bit. But the arrests have returned, and now so has crime time. Red Springs Police Chief Ronnie Patterson and Town Manager David Ashburn were arrested last Tuesday for illegally removing and disposing of personnel records kept in the town hall. That's according to a news release from the Robeson County District Attorney's Office. Um, According to this release, um, former Mayor John McNeil asked for the investigation after parts of Patterson's personnel file were made public during the campaign for Robinson County Sheriff earlier this year. McNeil alleged that personnel files were removed from the town's Human Resources Department, the release said. In May, a search warrant for all files and records related to Patterson was served at the Red Springs Town Hall. Um, Included in the search warrant were two cardboard boxes containing documents related to Patterson that had been stored in the town hall vault for several years. Now, the state's records retention and disposition law says the records must be kept for a designated amount of time and are not to be given to current employees. Town managers are not to have access to personnel files unless there is an open investigation. Patterson and Ashburn are accused of removing the documents from town hall between January 1st and February 28th. How did all this come about? Well, it was um, discovered during this investigation that Patterson had at one time rented three storage units at the Highway 211 mini storage unit in Red Springs. When past due rental fees reached more than $3,000, the contents were sold. Eric Hackney, investigator for the Robinson County District Attorney's Office, was able to find the person who took possession of the contents. Among those contents were firearms, narcotics, photos of nude women, fingerprint files, criminal investigative files, handcuffs, ammunition, and the sexual harassment case file. Well, there will be much more on this in the days, weeks, and months ahead, and we'll be sure to follow it on Crime Time. It was the lunch hour on Monday, September 24th. A masked man entered the First Citizens Bank on Broadfoot Avenue in Haymount in Fayetteville. He was armed with a rifle, demanded money from the teller. He got an undisclosed amount of cash and fled. Three days later, two men were in custody. Nancy McCleary is here to bring us up to date on this bank robbery in broad daylight. Fayetteville police have charged 27-year-old Todd Williams of Hope Mills and 35-year-old Benny Thomas Jr. of Cameron with robbery with a dangerous weapon and conspiracy to commit robbery with a dangerous weapon. Both men are being held in the Cumberland County Detention Center. Yeah, thankfully, you don't see many bank robberies these days, and these two men, uh, they're found to be involved in the robbery if if it goes to trial and they are found to be guilty. They sure did not get to enjoy the loot for long. You know, Nancy, Fayetteville Police released some surveillance video of the robber. You can see him pointing a rifle at the teller. That is one scary photo. 
Well, the headline certainly stood out, uh, at least to me, Fayetteville man charged with 90 offenses. That's 9-0. You know, the number between 89 and 91. Someone has certainly been accused of being a busy bee. Nancy, if you would, please list every single charge. (laughs) One. No, just kidding. Let's, Let's don't do that. Tell us about this case. Anthony Cornell Ross of Elkhart Drive was arrested Tuesday, September 25th. The charges ranged from robbery to identity theft to break-ins. Faithful police say the incidents date back to August 2017. And among the charges... Just are, among them now. <laughs> among them are 10 counts of obtaining property by false pretense, 9 counts of conspiracy, 6 counts of possessing stolen property five counts each of breaking and entering financial card theft trafficking stolen identities and forgery of endorsement four counts each of robbery with a dangerous weapon identity theft possession of firearm by a felon and fraudulent deposit of money and a partridge and a pear tree (laughs) there's there's many others of course uh, along that same line who was involved in this Um, The Hope Mills and Spring Lake Police Departments were involved, along with the Cumberland County Sheriff's Office and the U.S. Marshals Service. And Ross was being held with his bail set at $3.1 million. Um, The investigation is continuing, and anyone with information is asked to call Fayetteville Police Detective T. Kiger at 910-705-6527 or Crime Stoppers at 910-483-TIPS. That's 483-8477. Oh, good to hear that number again. (laughs) (laughs) Moving along on crime time, a Hornet County woman shot her estranged husband on Sunday morning. The sheriff's office has charged the man. What's the details about this case? Well, the Hornet County Sheriff's Office says that 60-year-old Jeffrey Hooks forced his way into the home of his wife, Gina Crawford, early Sunday morning. The house is located on Ramona Collins Court in the Spout Springs area of western Harnett County. Hooks, who allegedly had a handgun, um, assaulted Crawford and a child who was in the house. Crawford told investigators she shot Hooks, her estranged husband. It wasn't certain, based on the news release, if Crawford had a gun or had used a gun Hooks allegedly brought with him. Crawford was not charged. Hooks was charged with breaking and entering to terrorize, assault on a female, and assault by pointing a gun. Meanwhile, Hooks was taken to Cape Fear Valley Medical Center in Fayetteville following the shooting. The case remains under investigation. You know, Nancy, none of these stories on crime time are exactly uh, enjoyable to report. People's lives are affected in a lot of cases, sometimes forever. This next story will make your stomach turn. A Fayetteville man accused of running a human trafficking operation involving two 17-year-old girls who were moved to four hotels over six days was arrested on Thursday, September 27th. 19-year-old Tyrese DeMontre Brooks of Point Place has been charged with four counts each of human trafficking involving a child victim and promoting prostitution of a minor for profit. Now, earlier this month, 20-year-old Shakia Monet Taylor of School Street was charged with the same offenses. Tell us what happened. Well, court documents show that Brooks began the operation on September 6th. 
He told the girls they could make money by posting advertisements on a website used to promote prostitution. So Brooks is accused of posting the ads and arranging meetings. He then took the girls to the Coliseum Inn on Gillespie Street, where they stayed from September 7th to September 10th. And Brooks is um, alleged to have kept a portion of the profits that um, the money that were paid to the girls. On September 11th, Brooks moved the girls to the Days Inn on Skybow Road, where they stayed for two days before moving to the Economy Inn on Southeastern Boulevard. While there, Brooks called Taylor, who then took over the operation, moving it to the Royal Inn on Gillespie Street, court documents show. Brooks' bail was set at $400,000. It was Monday night, September 24th, when Fayetteville police received a report that a vehicle had crashed on Bingham Drive. The investigation found that the man inside the vehicle that crashed near McDougal Drive had been shot before the accident. 32-year-old Justin Williams was pronounced dead at the scene. A two-year-old also was in the car but was unharmed. Police believe the story began about 9.30 Monday night when a call about a shooting on the 6300 block of Rayford Road was reported. That's between Bunts and Skybow Roads. It's less than a mile away from where the vehicle with the dead man inside was found. On Monday, October 1st, 20-year-old Lavaris Spate of Wilson turned himself in. He's charged with first-degree murder and assault with a deadly weapon in the presence of a minor. He's also charged with discharging a weapon into an occupied vehicle and second-degree kidnapping. Well, let's wrap it up, Nancy, with our favorite, the crime blotter. Go ahead. Well, um, the first item, Seth Delator, who is 19, was charged Monday, October 1st, with two counts of attempted first-degree murder in a shooting that happened earlier Monday, October 1st, on Bragg Boulevard. Two people were injured in the shooting, and Fayetteville police officers responded at 1.54 a.m. to a report of a shooting on the 1200 block of Bragg Boulevard. When they arrived, they found two men who had gunshot wounds. And according to some arrest documents, apparently um, the two victims were standing in the parking lot of the All-Stars Bar and Grill, and that club was closed. Um, and while they were standing there, Mr. Delator allegedly drove in, um, he and another person, and they got out of the car, and there was some words exchanged. And then Mr. Delator allegedly just began shooting, and he shot multiple times. Both victims, one of the victims was shot multiple times, um, but both of them at different times ran to the mansion club, which is next door, and that is where they collapsed. Um, and help was called for them, and they are both in the hospital in stable condition. Bail for a man accused of shooting at a Cumberland County deputy during a domestic call in Shaw Heights in September was increased to $200,000 at his first appearance hearing on Monday, October 1st. Timothy Devon Smith Jr. is charged with assault on a law enforcement officer with a firearm and possession of firearm by a felon. 
The incident happened September 4th, about 2.55 a.m. on Armadillo Drive, according to a sheriff's office report. The deputy, who was not identified, responded to the residence after receiving a report about a dispute between a brother and sister. When the deputy arrived, Smith, who was at the front door, began shooting at the lawman as he got out of the vehicle, authorities say. The deputy returned fire, wounding Smith. Well, that is it for episode 33 of Crime Time for Monday, October 1st. Glad to be back in the saddle here. We welcome your comments and suggestions for Crime Time. You can reach me, Nancy McCleary, by email at nmccleary, that's two C's, at fayobserver.com or on Twitter at fo underscore McCleary. And you can reach me, Sonny Jones, by email at sjones at fayobserver.com or on Twitter at fo Sonny Jones. And that's with no C's. Again, (laughs) thanks so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in next time for the next edition of Crime Time.